Welcome, Welcome to Blue Collar White Tails. We're Tales talking podcast. gear, baby. Officially powered by Rackaholic Outdoors, the true whitetail scents and cover scents made from an Indiana deer farm, 100% made by deer, from the deer to the bottle. It'll keep you covered. You want deer to come around? Stick around, not know you're there. Get you some Rackaholic Outdoors scents. We're also powered by the Thrive 3-Step Experience. It is a three-step process, and it is two capsules, a shake, and a DFT patch. And the DFT patch is wearable nutrition. Um, it's good for mind clarity. Your locked-in legs are focused all day. Good for weight management, appetite management. Uh, you can fight those cravings all day. And I'm trying to get to the 30-pound mark, but I cannot reach it. So <laughs> I'm trying. I've ever reached it. I'm getting pretty sloppy on the weekends. <laughs> But uh, we all do. So anyway, uh, we're here. The moment we've been waiting for. It is gun season eve. It's gun season eve. We we've got me and you. And. Well, and we've got Tristan. Tristan's kind of quiet, but that's okay. But yeah, it's like pretty excited, man. Yeah. So Tim Freeze is back, and he brought his buddy Tristan, and uh, tell him a little bit about a little bit about yourself. Uh, um, I'm from the area. I went to high school with Tim, uh, but I no longer live here. I live in uh, the Phoenix, Arizona uh, area. Okay. But I'm thankful for the fact that Indiana um, lets you buy a non-resident tag over the counter. Hell yeah. Unlike in Arizona where you have to go through the draw. He actually takes his vacation every year, the two-week gun season. Just He flies home just to hunt our two-week gun season. Just hey, here. hey sure. can't beat that. You know? Just to be here for that, it's pretty cool for because we grew up hunting together. You, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, so, so tradition behind it. And oh, all absolutely! That. Like tonight is like our tradition. Like normally, and we've done this for I don't know what fifteen twenty years. We order pizza and we watch hunting shows. Oh hell yeah! Do, you know hell yeah. Uh, but you know, so tonight I actually switched it up a little bit. My wife made carnitas, which is pork. Oh and, man, which are phenomenal. She just. <laughs> <laughs> she knocks it out of the park every time, but so she made that, and we we're so after this, we're gonna go back, we're gonna eat, we're gonna chill, watch some hunting shows, and oh yeah, I don't know. Tradition, man. I don't know if I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I don't think there's there's a lot of guys in Indiana tonight that are not gonna sleep in yeah. Kentucky because Kentucky's openers tomorrow. So I'm trying to have my 30 minute decision at the gun safe tonight instead of like before I go in the woods tomorrow morning. <laughs> So I'm like, do I take the AR? Do I take the break action? Right. I was like, I just put a new sling on my 12 gauge. I'm like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, okay, so what are, what are your options? That's uh, the question. Yeah, so uh, my options right now are I have an AR that's chambered in 300 blackout. Okay. I put yeah. a new loophole scope on there, 3x9, and uh, got it all dialed in, ready to go, uh, you know, with our... With our supply chain shortage, <laughs> it was kind of hard to find some rounds. So it's bought fun right now, isn't it? <laughs> bought uh, actually, it was pretty funny. Colton and I we ran into the Coliseum and we knew they had a reloader there that we bought from the pre- previous year. Ran over to the gun counter and we bought all the 300 blackout they had. <laughs> so I had 200 rounds and he bought I think like three or four hundred rounds, something right. stupid. Yeah. But you know, I mean, gotta get what you. Yeah, so it's tough right now. Yeah, it's hard out here. And then I got a a break action Thompson Center Encore. It's chambered in three oh eight with a loop hold on there. It's a four by twelve. I know. 
That's gonna. I'm going. I'm going to my high risk stand tomorrow morning, deep in oh, the you're, swamp. You're going back. Yeah. So I'm taking. I'm gonna take the break action, the three hundred eight, because uh, hopefully, you know, I just, <laughs> just drop her right there, drop him right there, and uh, be nice. I don't know what's gonna happen when I have to drag it out because it's flooded. Uh, we had that situation actually yesterday. Uh, Tristan, I, new property. So back to the. We were kind of discussing this before the podcast. We were like, you know, talking about, you know previous weeks and you know where you've been and how things have gone and uh for me i just got properties oh, like yeah. i had none so and now it's like we went and looked at a property last night checked the stand it's all in a swamp yep <laughs> he's looking at me and i'm looking at him and i'm like man if i shoot a deer here this is gonna suck dude don't and cross it like, off yeah. <laughs> he's like do yeah, not dude. cross it off because i was I used to be able to walk back there, and like you obviously can now when there's ice. But when they redid the field tiles, it just flooded everything. Right. Well, don't cross it off because I've seen some big boys walking through that mud well, or the water, not yeah. the mud. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, they are definitely in there. So the guy I'm hunting on, he actually owns two properties, and we we're at the other property last night. Now the property that I'm going to hunt in the morning is only nine acres. It's not very much, but it's a good nine acres. Oh no, yeah, it's. I'm saying it's the it's the right spot, and so this nine acres is in a woods that butts up to like a. Uh, it's, I think it's like eighty acre woods. It's pretty big, and uh, I got guys that hunt that side. I got guys that hunt across the road over by the lake. Uh, there's a lot of pressure around it, and it hasn't had a whole lot of pressure this year because. Those guys, it, it, it came under new ownership, and so the other guys aren't hunting there now, and then now I am. And so it hasn't been hunted much. But um, I'm thinking tomorrow could be in that particular spot good. Who knows? Yeah, you never know how it's going to fall. I didn't get a chance to run cameras. I, <clears throat> hey, that you know? sometimes that's the best way to go about it. Just the pure you know, woodsmanship. If he's big or whatever, is go for it. Feels right, go for it. Oh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, But, yeah, I... I haven't gone to that stand since like October fifteenth. Oh, really? So I've been out of that deep spot. So hopefully, I might get lucky. Hopefully, and uh, yeah, absolutely. You never know. I mean, opening day is like it's like the oddball of all of them because you go in and and you know you're with like every woods in your area is occupied. In oh, Indiana, yeah. I mean, we hunt on no. postage stamps. You know what I'm saying? This, this is your square. <laughs> you know, what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. So, like, this is your square. This is where you stay. And then, but everybody has that. So we all have our little squares that we go to. You know, so <laughs> like, there's like thousands and thousands of people out there going to the little squares, and then they're like, ah, it's 9:30. I didn't see anything, and they get down, and then the deer start really moving. Yeah, you know. And I think t- to me on opening day, hang around. Hang around, man. When guys start walking out, those deer start moving. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, oh, I was going to tell you this too. So today, uh, working at the the poo plant, you know, uh, <laughs> we have woods. You know, a lot of woods and a lot of uh, of uh, habitat around there. The deer were on their feet today at one o'clock. Oh, I don't doubt that. On their feet. So today was the first day that I've seen. Well, it's not. The, I have seen one other mature buck, but today was the first day. In three weeks, I've seen a mature buck at the plant, and it was 135-ish, right in there, eight-pointer. Solid. And he was there with another 120-inch, 10, and then a kind of a dink, and they were all, I don't know, they were kind of, 
they didn't fight, which I was begging for a rattle battle. <laughs> just but, one time. Yeah, I'm like, come on, guys, <laughs> you know? Time. And because there's a fence that separates us, so I'm like watching through the fence. I'm like, oh, please fight. And they didn't <laughs> fight. I was wishing for it so badly, but they didn't. Uh, but there was a hot doe in there. Yeah. And they just wouldn't leave. Yeah. So deer were on their feet. I mean, from 1 o'clock on, it was nutty. It was awesome, <clears throat> but it was nutty. I mean, depend. Depending on how the morning goes, uh, if it's if it's not so great, I mean we're we're gonna try to stick it out till like twelve or one, because um, yeah. we're gonna in the evening. Uh, my wife Mason and I we're gonna go up to the reduction zone mm-hmm. and uh, get up there about three o'clock and then sit. So, I think I'm gonna go to so my property owner has this little nine acre parcel. Then I'm hunting, and then I think after that, I think in the afternoon I'm going to go up to Albion where me and him were last night. We had a small buck encounter up there. Uh, I had to clear out a stand because it was way overgrown with stuff. And I, <laughs> of course, I had I've never hunted it, you know. So the stand's been there for longer years. you have, yeah, and it was just a mess. But so we cleared out, and I get into that. But um, I think I'm going to go up there in the afternoon and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean that's kind of. I think they should be chasing too. I mean, like you were telling me the other day, you're like they're in the lockdown. Well, so second thoughts on that. I don't think they're actually in the lockdown right now. Um, there are bucks locked down with does. There's no question. But after seeing what I saw today, and I had multiple texts today from friends. Hey, I saw a big buck chasing over here. Actually, one was from the property owner, and he was like, hey. A 130 class just ran into the property and he was obviously seeking. Wow. Um, I think that right now where we're at, we're at a point where <clears throat> they're still seeking. Uh, and I think we're on the verge of lock, like total lockdown for the most. I don't know what people would call that, like where most bucks are locked down with the doe. I think we're like three days, four days. But I think what we're seeing is like the absolute peak of the chase. I think we're absolute peak of the chase. And then I think we're going to hit absolute peak of actual what everybody calls the chase rut. The rut really isn't chase. I mean, it's part of it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a whole process. It, yeah, but it's not. And so when people refer to rut, I think they're they're talking about chase. And I think what we're, what we're going to see in the next, I don't know, week of gun season is when they actually start locking down. When most mature bucks are with does and they are tending those does and they will leave them i think that's what we're heading into in the next uh, four days ish it's been super slow out here uh really yeah it's been really slow i had one encounter this past weekend right at last light uh something huge it was dragging its feet but i couldn't tell what it was um couldn't get down too dark yeah i mean i saw a silhouette but alcoholic kept you in there yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, so I don't know, but like I said, I think switching it up and sitting deep. Yeah, I think that might help me out a little bit. I'm hoping it helps me out a little bit. Um, and like you said, with all the all the pressure around, you know, people probably getting to their stands late or getting down at eight o'clock or nine o'clock. Oh, you yeah. know, I need uh, a snack. You know, yeah. We so, get warriors, which <laughs> hey, you can't blame them. They love to hunt. God bless you. I love you, but. Yeah. So, uh, what what are you guys taking out to the woods, gun wise? I uh, I shoot a wildcat. Um, it is 
a lot of people would call it a 35 Hoosier. I'm sure a lot of your listeners know. Uh, 35 Hoosiers, one round. I shoot a 35 Dexter, okay. which was developed in Leato by my um, old boss. And I'm shooting a Looter Action. Um, 35 caliber, 225 grain Nosler AccuBond. Okay. Running out of the muzzle at 2750. So it's pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> For that big of a bullet. Yeah, anyway. she's humping. Um, and that's what I'm shooting. Uh, it's kind of been my go-to for the last, oh, geez, I don't know, 10, 15 years. No, once you find something, it's kind of hard to drive. Well, it. and I helped build the rifle that I'm shooting. So oh, there you go. It's kind of sentimental. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but I helped build that rifle, and so that's what I'm shooting, um, and I'm looking forward to it. However, I also will probably have my Glock 10 millimeter on my hip. Yeah. And if uh, yep. if a nanny gets within you know, yeah, fifteen yards, twenty yards, I'm probably gonna let it eat. <laughs> yeah, I I just picked up a Glock forty and four and a half inch or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, well, it's a Glock twenty two and forty cal, but uh, yeah, I got I'm gonna have that with me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna bag it in just because it's like I've killed uh, I've only killed one deer with a handgun, and that was a four sixty XVR Smith and Wesson, and that thing was ridiculous. This I shot a doe, and she did a backflip when i shot her oh my god um but i'd really like to shoot one with a 10 millimeter and he was actually tristan kind of pushed me he's like hey you want to take it you know and i was like Man, bro yeah it should you know that's it's it close that's know? my goal this year is i want to lay one down with it. it yeah and i'm so i'm kind of excited about that but tristan what are you <laughs> taking it with i shoot a uh, muzzleloader the thompson center hell yeah pro hunter uh with a um, 300 grain i have a pro hunter too i love it yeah so you're shooting magnum loads or you... Yeah, with uh, Blackhorn. Okay. Um, yeah, Blackhorn, loose powder. I switched to a couple I got them hooked on Blackhorn. Yeah. Loose powder? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blackhorn yeah. no 209. I don't know. I it's was amazing. set on, in my ways against it just because it's so easy with the pellets and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Once you switch, it's fine. Um, got to try. The biggest thing was the, the bullets, uh, 300 grain Barnes uh, expanders, and they have done a wonder. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah, yeah. They've been pretty phenomenal uh, well so. hell yeah it, it, it's a unique situation with him too like so the property he's hunting is his, his uh parents property and there's only what eight acres of woods Somewhere roughly eight, eight and ten there's like 45 acres there but yeah acres yeah it's pretty small uh, right pretty small but thick and brushy yeah but yeah. The, the the see the it used to be a field across the road and then the property owner he wound up his dad owned it, and it was farmed for years. Well, then they, they let it grow back up to brush, and it's thick, nasty. Dude, that's awesome. So, and they <clears> hunt <throat> it all year. Well, Tristan only comes back for gun season. There's absolutely no pressure <laughs> on the There's no pressure. That's awesome. <laughs> so he comes back for gun season. There's been pressure over here yeah. on this side, you know, for the last They're month, just chilling. Month yeah. And so it starts to push, and then he gets in the sand, and... Last two years, man. Last two years ago, I shot a uh, pretty decent eight-pointer, and last year, it was an eight-pointer you shot, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you shot that, that really nice... No, that was three years ago you shot that really nice eight, or was it two? That was two. Was it two? The year before that, I shot a like a six-pointer. Oh, okay, yeah. So you shot that really good one, and then last year, you shot a great buck over at your aunt's, and then uh, last year, yeah, I took... a oh, Wednesday, I took a personal day from work. Hell yeah. And I... I Text my or I told my boss the day before I'm like, dude, I'm gonna take a personal day tomorrow. I just feel it. I feel it's you know, 
And uh, and he had already killed his buck last year. And he's like, and I had told him, I said, I think with enough butt time in that stand, I think there can be a good, good, solid deer killed out of it. Right. And so uh, I sat there that morning and I saw 13 deer. This is, we're talking seriously, eight acres of woods. Oh, dude, it don't take much. And it's just the right eight acres, yep. right? And so uh, I saw 13 deer. I had multiple bucks. I had deer before shooting line. I had all kinds of stuff going on. It was crazy. And then, uh, I don't know, it was 8.30 or something when he walked out. Probably not even that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember exactly. It's been a year, but it was right. pretty, I mean, it was early. not that very long. No, no, and... And I shot, and then he texts me, and he's like, was that you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, and I told him I wasn't going to shoot unless it was a good one. And it was. It was a, It was an eight-point, solid mass, thick, tall. Um, it, nothing huge, but, I mean, he was probably 125-ish. Yeah, still. Right in there. I haven't put a tape to him. I just don't really care. I was excited, so I killed him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it's about. But... Yes, that's what I'm taking. That's what he's taking. So I'm pretty excited. I think the last week has been really good for deer movement. It's been really good. Um, you know, I hunted. Uh, it's been over a week. It wasn't uh, today's Friday. Yeah, last Friday. Last Friday, and I was covered up in deer. It was a Dang. great night. So um, I had a good buck work in. Um, had multiple does so it was exciting i i honestly think that we're going to hit peak of chase here tomorrow next day is going to be peak and then there you're going to start seeing the movement slow down because those bucks are going to lock up with those does realistically betting cover it's what you want it's where you want to be the gnarly stuff find some bedding find some cover those does have to get up you know uh deer like humans you know they gotta pee, they gotta eat, they gotta drink. No, nope. at some point they gotta go. Uh, the next two weeks, it's gonna be critical to hunt. If you can do all day, all day would be ideal. If you can, uh, and all day sits suck. Yeah, I'm the first one. <laughs> I know I hate them. <laughs> Dude, I, I hate sitting all day. I catch myself in there streaming college football oh, and yeah. like, <laughs> like it's, a, it's like my arch nemesis, dude. Yeah. I hate hunting all day. I went on a bear hunt in North Carolina, okay? I paid twenty five hundred dollars for this hunt and, and they're like, Hey, you need to sit all day and I'm like, Why? <laughs> and you know what's funny about that, and this is ironic, but so I sat all day and it was like sleeting in the morning, you know, and my butt crack's hanging out and it's getting in there and it's cold. Because <laughs> you know, I'm a big guy, you know, yeah, and I'm no, bending over. I know those problems. So, so it's like, and it's cold and then, you know, you get to like noon and you're like, I already ate the three sandwiches I packed for lunch, you know. <laughs> At daybreak. So, so they're gone, you know. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, I sat there, and then um, there in the evening, uh, 25 minutes before it got dark, right in there, I had a bear come out, and I killed it right there. And I'm like, well, I could have came here at 4 o'clock, you know? Yeah, no joke, yeah. <laughs> but and it's just ironic that it worked out that way. Right. There are a lot of great deer killed in that 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. phase. A lot of good deer, especially in the last week. If, if you've been paying attention to uh, Bucks of Indiana, um, or Hoosier State Outdoors, a lot of good ones getting laid down in the middle of the day. A lot of good ones. I've never done it, but that's kind of my goal this year, is to shoot one in that 
Midday. Right. Yeah. yeah. Part of the reason I'm saying I'm on vacation. I don't feel like waking up at 6 a.m. every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. I want to sleep in a little bit and then maybe stroll out there at like I'll, the end and yeah. hang out till 2 and see yeah. what happens. I've never done it. I know that a lot of a lot of big deer die during that time. Absolutely. So maybe this year will be the year for that. Well, we'll yeah. <laughs> if you don't smoke a big one right off the bat. That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, then all your problems are worse. Yeah. Or your side. Then you start drinking. <laughs> you know yeah you can you can send that stand a little less tense and just there's <laughs> really nothing better than smoking a big yeah. one on like the first day you know and then being like yeah i'm on dope patrol now i'm gonna sleep in i might go out there at like nine you know <laughs> yeah la- la- well i've never shot uh, a buck on opening day a gun i've like last year it was Ironically, the 21st so it'd be nice yeah, <laughs> it would be really nice. Yeah. and I've been hunting for twenty-seven years, and I've never shot a buck on opening. Dude, I'm telling you, there's—I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe uh, I'm not it's looking. My tonight, I guess. I don't know. I never a buck on opening day. I have killed a couple bucks on the last day of season, but I have never killed one on opening day. So it would be, yeah, it'd be a first for me. I mean. And it's funny because every year you just get so excited because it's like, and I told, you know, I told Tristan this the other night we were talking. I'm like, you know, opening day of both seasons is awesome. And we all get jacked up about that. But there's a nostalgia about opening day of gun. Oh, yeah. It's it's like, I don't know, kind of carnal. And it goes back to, you know, when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a holiday. I mean, it comes once a year. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Big time. So speaking of... um, I don't know if this is off topic or on topic. I don't even care anymore. It don't matter. But when you were a kid, so how long, Jake, how long have you been hunting? Uh, Well, let's see, 2012 is when I started. So did you have like any traditions that you did when you were younger before opening day gun? Before that, my dad would take me rabbit hunting. You were rabbit hunting? Yeah. Uh, But once I got into the deer world of things, he was like, you need to figure it out on your own. Really? Yeah, so I had hard love for three years until I finally killed my doe. But with that, it helped me figure out this property and how they move. Sure. A lot of mistakes, a lot of missed deer. That's how you learn. But, uh, yeah, he he always goes back to his story about, well, that one year, climbed in the stand, five minutes later, buck came by, I dropped him. Right, and he's like, "You don't need all that no scent spray and all this, all this jack." And I'm like, "All right, maybe, but like, I have somewhat of a regiment now." But once gun season comes in, I'm, I'm kind of sloppy with that, only because I can reach out and touch them. Like most people are. Yeah, um, but you know, like bow season, I'm pretty deliberate. But like I said, with this, this whitetail bedding stuff from Rackaholic that I use, like the wind does not matter. It, they you smell like a deer like it's stupid right so but uh yeah well, and that's the thing you know people wear <laughs> they're like you know i gotta get on my camo my scent lock and all that and it's got to be perfect uh tristan sat with me about, i don't know two three years ago i wear flannel when it comes to gun season i wear my flannel jacket yeah it's red flannel and we killed comes so. down to if you got the wind in your favor you can do whatever you want for absolutely you. yeah but if not that other stuff can help. Right. Is it foolproof? No. Can it help? Yes. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, 100%. I'd agree with that. Yeah. We had no real, no tradition or nothing. And then uh, my Uncle Mario, 
he's really you know taught me a lot of things that I've I've had questions on. Um, now I gotta ask. Your uncle Mario doesn't happen to hunt on a uh, 500 over by Layado, does he? He might. What is it? A Red Ford or like Maroon Ford? I don't know. I don't know what he drives. Uh, he hunts Noble County. Oh, it's a jacked up Ford, jacked up Maroon Ford Where's with gold star uh, okay. AMT. AMT. Where's AMT? Off the hill, guys. <laughs> I'm leaking information that I probably. <laughs> Yeah, well, but no, he he does. He hunts. I, 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 when I was coyote trapping a couple of years ago. Yep, that's him. That's him. That's him. So he knows me. Yeah, he's a great dude. I'm yeah, like, he's killed some big deer. Yeah, he, that property over there is great property. Yeah, he. That's uh, great property. He messed his so back that's up. Him. That's your uncle. Yeah, man, that's irony. Woo. Yeah. Holy so he smokes. he uh, he messed up his back this year, but he's trying to get out for rifle. He's like, well. <laughs> well, good. I'm like, you call me and I'll drag the some bitch out. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll help you out. I don't care. There it is. But yeah, so he, he he's he's taught me a lot, and uh, I appreciate that. But like he's I said, dude, I, I really like him. He's a nice guy. No, so, I took him uh, on my cow line actually. Uh, I don't know, two three years ago. It was only like one day, and we I was like, I really thought we were going to get a coyote that day. Like, I had great feeling about it, and then all we caught, we, well, we did catch, but it was a fox. And he's like, oh, man, that's awesome. So he was all excited. That was really cool. No, I didn't know that was your, uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, what a small world. Holy cow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Huh. How about that? <laughs> yeah, he's trapping out in uh, Wayndale this year. Mm. I knew he had coyote problems out there, and yeah. And he has to dispatch with a bow, I believe, because you can't you can't shoot with uh, in some yeah. limits. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's fascinating. But he's a savage, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like it. I think it's awesome. No, oh, that's great, dude. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So for 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 me, ironically, growing up, um, opening day was like I love that. <laughs> opening day was like religion. I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. um, so you've been hunting since 12. I've been hunting since 96. Yeah, I was just a wee little six. thing. And uh, so for us, it was like, you know, you lay out all your clothes, you get your boots out, you get everything out, and then your gun's clean. You know, you clean yeah. the night before just to make sure, and it's clean, and and uh, you have everything around, and then you get up in the morning, and it's like, you know, butt crack and on, you're tired, and... You get everything around, you get all your stuff on, and you get in the truck, and you know, you look like a uh, oh, Christmas uh, story, yeah, Ralphie's brother, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then you wander your butt into the woods and you get in your tree, and you all right, well, here I am. And for me, it was just the wonderment of being in nature. And when I was a kid, uh, even back then in 97, my dad would say, he, so that was back when everybody hunted on a wooden ladder stands. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember that, but you, you probably don't. But There's a bunch hanging around. All wooden ladder stands back then. Old school ladder stands. But they were like 15 feet high, but great big platforms on them, you know. And we'd hunt out of those, and you know, so my dad, he hooked his ladder stand to the same tree that the, my ladder stand was on, but we were like side by side, you know, kind of. And, uh, I'll never forget this. The first year I hunted back there, <laughs> we were sitting there and, and, and two does come walking through and I have a Remington 870 Express 20 gauge and I was shooting uh, copper solids out of it 
at the time, and because that was the, the <laughs> round back. Then, that was the round, you know. And I, I'm sitting these two, these two doves. They're probably like sixty yards. Open sights, you know. No scope, no nothing. Open sights, and uh, I didn't even see him. And my dad's like nudging me, and he's like, "Dude, deer." And I'm like, "Oh, holy crap!" And he's like, "Get your gun up," you know. So I get my gun up, and I'm on this lead doe, and I'm all, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna shoot her," you know. I'm all excited. And I get on her, and he's like, whenever you're ready, you just squeeze that trigger, you know. And I'm like, all right. And I'm looking, and that doe's staring at me like, she's staring at me. Oh, hell no. Like. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Y'all know what just happened? Because that was loud. That was loud as hell. And I don't know, you know. And then they kind of look, and then I get that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. So then they run off, you know. And that was my, that was like my first experience from a tree stand. You know, I missed clean. We went down, looked forever, didn't find anything. But, but it was the experience and I'll never forget that. Yeah. Because that was like one of my first opening days and it was super special, you know? So I, 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 I still remember that and I still reminisce about it. I'm like, man, if I only would have killed that thing. You <laughs> right, know? right. Tristan and I have had some actually really good adventures. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to tell him about uh <laughs> so he had a it was a remington 700 ml right the muzzle loader oh, the old muzzle loader uh, we had all kinds of problems with yeah i think that's right it's been a long time but i think that's right so we ran a conversion on it to switch it to 209s we found a, a gunsmith um, over here in busco they ran a conversion to switch it on 209s we had all kinds of problems with it ignition problems now you got to remember, this is back. We were 14, 15? I just gotten my license. So I, because I, you would have been drive, 16. So I was 16, you were 15. Damn. Right. Yeah. So we're doing this on our own. Like, we didn't have a whole lot of supervision. <laughs> okay. I mean, for Pipe real. bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and so uh, I'm like, <laughs> it's gun season. I'm like, hey, there's this, the stand. It's called the Sugar Shack because there used to be a Sugar Shack back there where they made maple syrup. And I'm like, we have to go back to the stand. And he's like, all right. And I had just gotten, uh, was it the Encore? Yes. Thompson Center Encore. Well, we're having trouble with his gun. I said, let's ditch that thing. Let's just take mine. We'll bullshoot it. It was one where we can. you'd shoot it. May or may not go off. And that's not exactly ideal. For it was kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. There's times when you pull the trigger. And then you'd be like, oh, crap, it didn't go off. And then, and then there it goes. Yeah, oh, so, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, so you got to, like, leave it sitting yeah. in the... In the Leading them like, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it, it was, was, it was not, scary. Not, yeah. So we go know. out, and I had dialed the gun in on my own at, like, 15. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I thought I had it sighted in. And so we go out, and we're sitting there, and... uh I don't know. You take over. This is a good story. I thought it was pretty awesome. We're both sitting in the same stand, yeah, and, and it was, it was a, a homemade stand. It was huge. It yeah, was, uh, great big thing. We could have had two more people up there easily. Um, Jesus, I don't know. We it, that was, the I don't know. The cool part about that was just the fact that we I just got my license, and we were kind of on our own. Your dad leased that place, if I'm not mistaken. And, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it's just. Uh, I don't know. We, it was late, getting late in muzzleloader season, and um, and I hadn't gotten a deer yet, and 
and we went out and um, into that stand and uh, it was just the two of us and I remember you had those Pyrodex pellets in your yeah. or one of us had them in <laughs> it might have been you, it might have been me, I don't know but somebody <laughs> moved them and then as these deer are walking up and uh, they, they kind of freaked out for a second but then they calmed down and um, like 50 but, yards uh, probably yeah but yeah I shot uh, a shot, we were all excited freaking out, it was a good shot, it wasn't that far well, I'm trying to reload after yeah. you shoot, I'm just, and I'm like, you know, 15, so I'm, you know, going, you know, yeah. full idiot trying to, you yeah. know. But we, I we felt okay about it, but anyway, we go down, we, we check for blood, we're all yeah, freaking this out. this is great, we're this like, is great. We can't find anything, and I'm like, and Tim, of course, is always like, oh, you missed again, and I'm like, I'm like, Tim, like, hang on. Hey, come so, on. I so, we uh, go back and, and get his dad and tell him, you know, this is what happened. Dad drives uh, out of the property. Yeah, we, his dad comes out with us, and we're out there for like four seconds, and he's like, she's right there. Like, <laughs> oh, hell no. We walked right yeah. past her. Yeah, she, yeah. and there was, blood every, there was blood everywhere. Oh, everywhere. We Couldn't find her. We didn't find Dude, her. Dude, we were 15. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, we were just looking at no her idea. spot. Was no that idea. with a muzzleloader? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, so what's crazy about that is like a couple years back, I shot a doe with a muzzleloader, and we... I, well, it was just me, but if I counted 20, there was at least 30 deer running around. Like, it was just, it was stupid. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. And so this big mature doe comes in, and she's actually running other does off. Right. And so she comes in, and I was like, there was snow on the ground, and I was like double checking she had no antler, because I already, like, right. I was just like super zoning. I was like, no. And uh, so she was quartering to me hard, and I put it like right on her chest almost like right on the shoulder whatever yeah, yeah point of the shoulder quarter two so i take this shot she runs and like every deer took that same path and there's snow on the ground so like these other deer once i started blood trailing oh, just were picking up blood and scattering i got yeah. lost I in the that. in the dark i got lost turn around i was like I was for a minute. I was like, "Screw this, doe, man!" So I pull out my my GPS Where and I'm the hell am I? yeah. I'm like, "Oh, okay, the bean field's that way." Right. And I got turned around so many times. Well, I come come out here. I call Mario, and I was like, "Hey, I need you to help me track this thing." And then I, I also get my uncle who lives across here from me. I'm like, "I need help because I don't know." And uh, my uncle lives over here. He's like, "Man, that should have dropped her." I mean, you you know, a muzzleloader. That's it, and I'm shooting like two. It's like 286 grain Hornady's yeah. hollow points or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, Mario finds it. It's like right behind a log somewhere. Like we ah. lost blood, and he just finds it. I don't know right. how he did it, but uh, that hollow point went in. It didn't exit. It just like was shrapnel on the inside. Which Ooh. like at the time I didn't like. You know, I'm like, where's the pass through? Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it just. Turned everything to soup on the inside. Oh yeah, but uh, it, it killed her. But yeah, all these does just started picking up blood everywhere. Right, and was like putting it over here, like putting it over here. So blood trail is like uh, <laughs> next to impossible. Uh, well, we have blood ten yards this way and blood twenty yards that. Yeah, I don't know great. how. I, I I don't even know. I don't even know how he found it. But. You want a great opening day story? I've got one for you. I Send believe it. it was opening. Day. He might correct me. So we went. We're going to go back to the the, the Remington seven hundred muzzleloader issue. Oh, yeah. so we had lots of problems. He said, "Hell so, no." <laughs> so <laughs> he's sitting in a stand. It, it was open. I believe it was open. It was. It, it, it was. was. Same story. Okay. Yeah, it was. So we were. Uh, I'm sitting in my. It was my. Well, my brother's stand is what we called it. Uh, 
And so I'm sitting back there. I hadn't seen deer all morning. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go, you know, walk up Tristan. I think that was the same morning I got lost. Wasn't that the same morning I got lost walking back? Ain't it a bitch, too, when you get lost? Oh, man. (laughs) And this was before cell phones. Yeah. Oh, shit. So I had, you know. (laughs) So I just sat there and, like, waited for it to get, like, halfway daylight. And I'm like. Uh, I think I recognize that tree. All right, I'm going to go this way. So I started walking. Finally, I found Stan. I got up it. Well, long story short, I didn't see anything. So I'm getting down. It was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm like getting down, and I walk up to Tristan, and he's in his stand, and I'm standing underneath him, and we're talking, you know, like this, like normal. And I'm And we're talking, and all of a sudden, he's like, dear, dear, dear. And I look up, and there's this deer, like, barreling through the woods. And then it, like, stops. Like, 70 yards-ish. Yeah, probably. Right in there. Just stops. Broadside. I'm like, shoot it. Shoot it. He's like, all right. So I'm standing there, and I'm waiting for a shot. And I'm standing, and this is one of those wooden ladder stands. Yeah. Right? So I'm standing underneath the ladder, looking at the deer, and I'm like, shoot it. He's like, all right. Click. What the fuck was that? I look up there and I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, it won't, I, I, it won't go off. I'm like, cock it again. So he cocks again and it's click. And I'm like, no way. Yeah, I'm like, cock, you know, cock it again. Do try it again. Click. I'm like, three times? Really? So he looks down at me and he's like, just shoot it. Damn. <laughs> so I'm standing under the ladder and I put my gun on the rung of Hell the yeah. ladder and I just lay it there and I'm like, look at that. I'm like, all right. Well, Piped it off and damn died. I don't know, so what? Did you just throw that thing in the dumpster, or what did you do? Uh, it's so, in it's in my closet right yeah, now. Because, I still have it. Yeah, we're gonna at some point take the barrel off, and uh, and the the frame is it's a Remington Model Seven Hundred, so you can put a. I'm pretty sure rifle. The, you put a rifle on it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can put a rifle barrel on it. Oh, and, that'd be uh, sick. Yeah. So it's uh, but the but yeah, it hasn't been fired in years and years and years. Fifteen twenty, at least. Yes, that's been yeah. a long time. But, uh, but that's yeah. al- that's almost one you need like hang in the shop and like right, like the yeah, the like, one that never was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this one didn't work out. <laughs> like, Ye old mystic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's was, awesome though. Because before that, you were shooting that that twenty gauge, right? Or was it a twelve? No, it was a twenty. I still have it. It was a twenty gauge. Remington eight seventy. Uh, yeah, you're shooting that, and then we wanted the muzzleloader to get more accurate. I think we both were on that kick. Yeah, because muzzleloaders kind of, I don't know if you can say they got cool, but they kind of got cool. Well, for uh, Indiana back then, we didn't have rifle laws. This is true. You know what I'm saying? So what we well, used was muzzleloaders because we had actually yeah, better trajectories, more accuracy. Yeah, yeah, and that's the. So I guess you could say they kind of got cool. Now, could you use that during firearm back then? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's any, well, I know, like, now for sure. Yeah. But I was saying, like... Yep. Yeah. You see, basically had a four-week gun season. It's kind right. Of, yeah. yeah. Well, hell, that'd be the way to do it. Well, that's how we did it and uh, back then. Uh, of course, back then, pistols were legal. And that's when everybody was running those XPRs and stuff. Um, which I didn't even know about at the time, but pistols were legal. So you could shoot a pistol, um, and I had buddies that had pistols that were, you know, it was a pistol, and it had like a 12-inch barrel with a freaking bipod on it, chambered in 308, 
Yeah, so you're seven millimeter Remington Mag. So they 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 used the extent of the rules mostly. Oh yeah, it was a loophole. Yeah, yeah, it was a loophole. But and that's what a lot of guys did. I I I don't discount anybody for doing that. You know, good for you. You know, take advantage of what you can do. But you know, and there was I just didn't know. If I'd have known, I'd own one. Well, I might own. I would have tried to own one. I was poor. Well, yeah, poor. But I was a kid. I didn't have money. Yeah, (laughs) so. I would have tried to figure out a way. Lock the door. Can you just go out the door and take it. Yeah, you can just piss in the stones, yeah. dude. That's the community, the community latrine. We don't care about peeing out there. You're yeah, that that's no, pretty cool. No, I care, so that was that was actually uh, that was a pretty good that was a good opening day hunt. Um, I nah, I have not killed many deer on opening day, to be honest. Wait, it's like wait. a curse for me. It's like my kryptonite. I know I killed a doe back in, like, 2010. Um, Colton and I had a bad opening day last year. What happened? <clears throat> we had, just as daylight came in, and, like, not many guns were going off, which is usually weird. Because, like, usually, like, I'm looking. World War III. Yeah, I'm usually I'm looking at my phone, and I'm like. Or whatever time it is, I I'm like, say, like, have I been hit? You yeah, know? like, no, no, like down to the minute, I'm like watching, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, shit, right? And then we're always like, I'm like, man, of course they got deer right in front of them, right? But uh, I was telling them the night before, I was like, dude, how cool would it be if we killed on opening day? Like, you know, we were the ones shooting this time, right? Sure as shit, fucking. Uh, oops, sorry. A doe came running in. Just hauling balls for some reason, and uh, runs out in front. Uh, she finally stops, and I take a shot at her with my 300 blackout, and I had like a cheap ACOG on there, which was sighted in, but when I got into the stand, apparently it wasn't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, missed her, and at the time, I thought I hit her, and she ran to the swamp, and we lost sight of her. Then, like, Five minutes later, here comes another doe, which we found out was the same doe. It oh, had to, no. it had to have been the same doe. Right. So Colton he pulls up his AR and broadside shoots her. She absolutely just starts pushing leaves, like just snow plows leaves. Right. And I'm like, dude, you destroyed her. You destroyed her. So we give it time, give it time, get down. There's blood everywhere. And uh, we get to the honeysuckle, and like I'm on my hands and knees because crawling through this crap, losing my beanie, losing all kinds of crap. <laughs> right. I'm crawling, and all of a sudden I find this big bone chip. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been there. I'm like, what the? F-? Like, never seen this. Generally, before. not a good sign. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get through the honeysuckle, and we're out there in the swamp water, and there's there's algae all over the top. So I'm like looking for like parts in the sea, you know, like where she could have went right so we get back on blood good trail blood going around the side and it's leaning and it's going like uphill so we keep looking keep looking and like the blood just stops colton gets up on the hill and uh the doe jumps out like just like starts running away and he's like is that her but we're like she was snow plowing like she had no shoulders right she was dead like there's no way we grid searched, which sucked on opening day. We grid searched for hours and nothing. Yeah. 
absolutely nothing. So somehow she survived that. I'm assuming, or pure tough animals, dude. They can they can survive more than what you would think. So I don't know if he if he caught her like up front, like on the on the like over by like the the sockets. It's hard to tell. Uh, there like there was blood, but it just she didn't she wasn't anywhere. I've seen deer shot in uh, like lower leg, and they'll snowplow like that for a long time, and then regain their composure. I don't know oh, maybe. what all happens there. Um, heck, the first deer I killed uh, is a hunter. This is not the opening day story. This is actually before that. So that wasn't the first. That was the first deer I killed from a stand. The first deer I actually shot was on a deer drive because a neighbor came over and said, there's a doe. It's only got three legs. And she's hurt. And she ran over into this property you guys hunt. Um, you Just might want to go in there, yeah, and try to get her. So we kind of staged a drive. That's cool. And we went in. No, this story's horrible. Oh, it gets bad. Never mind. <laughs> this is my first deer. Okay, this story's horrible. So we're uh, we're pushing, and we go. I don't know. We dropped off on the highway and went. I don't know. Uh, shoot, twenty yards into the woods, she jumps up, square in front of me. And I could see she didn't have a right front leg. And I'm like, oh, that's her, you know. So I pull up. I'm like, I think I was. <laughs> no, it's eight, another one, Timmy. <laughs> I, was like, I was like eight or nine. Yeah. I'm like eight or nine. She uh, jumps up right in front of me. And, of course, I got the shotgun loaded with slugs, you know. And when you're a kid, boom, 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 you know. <laughs> So she jumps up. Somebody's doing that outside. Really? <laughs> it's been dark for an hour. So I don't know no shit, doing. really? They're sighting in the, in the dark. That's what I'm talking I mean, about. Least, I've been there, but no, at least this was like rapid fire. So. <laughs> no oh. shit. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so anyway, this, this doe jumps up. And she jumps up right in front of me. And I'll never forget my first shot. I dump it. And I she was running, you know. And I hit her in the back hips. And I'm like, oh no. You know. As a kid, you're, like, terrified. Well, I hit her in the back hips, and I saw it. So I rack another round as fast as I can, and she's going up this embankment. Trying to go up. Yeah, <laughs> trying on, on three legs. Here's where it gets bad. So oh, she's hell going no. up the embankment. I load her chamber another round. Shoot again. I hit her in her left front leg. The only leg she had? And took it off. No No, this so bad. it's just like oh, no, like a no, T Rex. It was so bad. So she goes <laughs> Dude, I've been screaming. So she goes down to both like uh, nubs. Yeah, nubs. In I killed fifty in, men. She gets to the top of this hill and she's pushing across this bean field. <laughs> and it's along a major highway. Okay, oh, hell people no. are like driving by constantly down to two and I'm like, legs. Oh my dude. god. So I shoot again, and I hit her kind of up by the shoulder, which was, you know, finally a decent shot. And she's still pushing. Well, I'm like, you know, like I said, I, I can't remember. I think I was seven or eight. And my brother is running through the woods on a dead sprint. My oldest brother. He is running through the woods on a dead sprint. And he goes up that hill, and he's like, oh, my God, we got to get this thing put down. You know, what if she gets to the highway? And so as she starts to finally succumb to the, it was probably the third shot, actually, that kind of by the shoulder, he like runs up to her and just dumps one in her head, 
You know, that was the first She's year. She's like, kill me. Dude, kill me. The first year was like literally the most traumatic experience. Like, I probably shouldn't be hunting right now because it was horrible. I don't know if I'm a psychopath or whatever, but it was traumatic. I mean, honestly, yeah. it was pretty bad. I haven't been that bad, but I've had one that I spined that. <laughs> so I was walking up, up to it to try to finish the job. And I get up to it, and this thing starts spinning in a circle away from me. So I get around to the front of it, and it starts spinning the other way around. I'm like, just fuck it. I'm trying to help you out. Yeah. At this point, like, I'm not joking. He just just kept spinning. And that's tough to deal with as a hunter. I think this is, like, these are stories that people don't like to talk about, I don't think. And, like, it's not mainstream. People don't like to talk about this. This is hunting. Yeah. It's what happens. We don't want it to happen. No. None of us want it to happen. None of us want to injure a deer. None of us want to wound a deer. But, my God, it happens. Yeah. It sucks when it happens. But it happens. And people need to be aware of that and just go, yeah, it happens. We deal with it the best we can. Yeah, if we can I, get that deer dispatched, we get it dispatched. You know, sometimes they get away. That sucks. Nobody yeah. likes that. Nobody likes to lose a deer. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm, at least I'm pretty sure. You know? But it, it sucks. It's not fun, but it's part of it. Yeah. It's part of hunting. And as much as it sucks, <laughs> we have to deal with it. And I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing. Really. No, no, no. no. I, I totally get it. I, yeah. Yeah. The, like the one I'm thinking of, you know, I took, the, I was like, as soon as he gets in the scope, I'm going to pull the trigger. He gets in there and just, boom, just drops. And I see him on the ground and he's got his head up and he's like trying to kick away. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So I'm like, I got to get down. I got to go over there. I'm trying to creep over there. And I, I finally get over there, and I'm, I finally get a shot on him. But I, I couldn't. I was like, I'm not going to take another shot and make it even more worse. I'm trying to. Right. It was it was a mess. Right. But, no, he died finally. I think we've all been there. I know you had a, a deer once you shot, and it went straight down. And then got back up and ran off. There was. Bro. Oh, that was my first. Yeah, that was my. This is like your first year. That was my first year. Yeah, yeah. we spent all of Thanksgiving Day. Um, yeah. And actually, that Thanksgiving Day, I did the same thing. So the day you shot that deer, I, I wound up doing the same thing. I had a doe come in, and I shot her, and she drops. I mean, just drops. Never found her. Never found her. That. That really sucked. But. I think that's just part of hunting, and we all just have to learn that, you know, at some point, you hunt long enough, you're going to lose a deer. It's fucking raining, boys. Huh? It's raining. Is it really? That's that's just great for me. It's a quiet creep in. I think it's going to turn to snow. It's It's supposed to turn. Yeah, my wife said Chicago. Anyway, go ahead. I once shot a deer, or the doe, and it wasn't a very good shot. And had I have just hit one of her legs, she would have probably survived right off and right. never would have seen her again. Right. But I was so lucky that day that I broke both of her front legs, and that was it. Dude, that's crazy. And same thing. You know, she kind of wow. Yeah. yeah, just kind of you know gets away just a, a little bit, and you know I go down and finish the job. But right. Uh, we so we've all been there. But, it's part uh, of it. But I just think back like. It was so ironic, or so or I guess you can call it lucky. I hit, I hit and broke both of her front legs. Like I've never done that. That's, that's pretty wild. One shot, obviously. That's nuts. Um, they have to be lined up perfectly. Yeah. Deer don't stop that way generally. Right. Nor- 
You know, normally they got yeah. one in front, one in back. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, you know, I still, I, I got down and finished it off. But, uh, right. Well, got, got the job done, though. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty messed up, though. Like, you don't really, well, except Colton's dough last year. I feel like every time I shoot one, like, I don't hear any, like, screaming or I don't hear, like, no. like they're they're pretty, like, resilient or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Now, Colton blew off both, uh, it was, like, ball joints in the front on right. this dough. And we're, like, 80 yards away and we hear, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. dropped it, though. Like, it, yeah. I go over there and I pick its front leg up and I'm like, dude, this thing feels like it got hit by a car. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing left. Yeah, it was awesome. But, uh, yeah, they're... They're tough animals, man. But, yeah, so anyway, I missed that one last uh, last year opening day. And then... Uh, tomorrow. The fu- oh, I won't, no. <laughs> I am not going to let that happen. I got trust. But uh, the following week, we went out, and we had, like, this herd of coyotes come in. And I think Colton and I probably... Well, yeah, that's me. I'm just, I'm dumping Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Colton and I probably dumped at least twenty dollars in shells that that morning. Oh, I would have. Then they, my uncle was like, he's like, "Are you guys okay back there?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What is going on?" No, there was a bunch of zombies came in. Yeah, get rid of them. And so I texted him. I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, we finally killed one, but uh, right, but they were hard to hit, dude. They they went out there in the field and they were like, I'm guessing two hundred yards, and I'm like sending it." Boom! Oh, and yeah. and oh, yeah. they they split up. They ran back up here to the Christmas trees, ran down the side of the field edge, and entered the woods. And I'm like, oh, they fucked up big right, time. Right? No, to be yeah. honest, uh, seriously, I I've always heard this phrase: at the end of the world, if there's like a nuclear apocalypse, the two creatures that are going to be alive are going to be cockroaches and coyotes. And I believe it. <laughs> I swear they can survive anything. Oh, probably. Dude, seriously. I mean, I've caught a lot of coyotes. You know me. I've been a trapper for a long time, and I love to trap. And I, coyotes are my number one priority. They can survive stuff that, like, I'm like, no. There is no way. I have caught coyotes with other traps on their feet. That's wild. Other traps on their feet. I've caught them with missing legs, missing paws. They chew out. They are one of the toughest critters ever. How could this you is, even do that? It's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. How Wouldn't that. you die like gangrene or I something? Would. I know I would. I'm not that tough. I'm a kind of a sissy, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know how they do it. It's amazing. We got snow coming. Uh, I was looking at the weather back home. It's uh, 88 degrees and sunny and. Damn. Some some would say that's awesome. I don't. Uh, I'd much He's always like, "What's oh, the yeah. What's it like?" I'm like, there? "It was supposed to be cloudy all day today, and I woke up and I was and I talked to my mom, or I was talking to my mom this morning, and the sun was out. And I'm like, mom, what the hell is this? Like, it's supposed to be cloudy.' And she's like, "Isn't? Are you happy with the sun?' I'm like, "No. Like, yeah, no. you want overcast, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Well, because he's from here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. He, yeah. he craves this time of year for the like overcast. Three months of weather that I like, which is pretty much like December, January, February, which is like 60 during the day and like high 30s at night. Right. Other than that, it's like, yeah, it's just hot. Like, right, it's 90 right now. Well, he, was me, he was sending me, he was sending me a Snapchat, or was it Snapchat? Maybe been text messages, I don't know, over the summer. It'd be like 112. Yeah. I'm like, no. I ain't built for that. No, no, me, neither <laughs> one of us are. <laughs> Tristan's fairly, he's in good shape. 
uh, me and Jake were portly fellows. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's hibernation. Yeah. That's, that's hibernation. That's not conducive, dude. It's just not. <laughs> we're but, built different. <laughs> but at least he, he he has javelinas out there. That's that, like, cool. Uh, occupy most hotel parking lots. Most people don't realize that like Arizona is. You almost have like every like yeah, it's a great game. Every North American like creature like you've got and you've been putting away for tags, correct? For elk, yes. Okay, I've never, I've never, uh, I've not gone hunting in Arizona um, yet, but um, someday I will. I've got you got preference. So as a resident, you have to be drawn. Yes. Well, for for mo- pretty much, there's some. Th- yeah, I think you can do some uh, archery. That's um, over the counter stuff. Yeah. Um, but for all your like for elk and for your good areas of deer, you've got to draw. That um, sucks. Yeah, and I mean, for so I've got four, I think, bonus points. So basically, every year you can try to get drawn and pick. It, it's it's so much different than out here. Like out here, it's like like it. I fly home and I can buy my tag over the internet and yeah, you know, cost, here you are. It's cost, a free for all here. Cost me 150 bucks, but <laughs> uh, but it, it, you know, it, but it's a free for all. We just like shoot get, everything. I get my tag, but it doesn't matter. Like you can, I can hunt in Noble County or I can hunt down by Evansville. It doesn't right. matter. Like right, but there you have units in Arizona. Yeah, you've got units that are like that are essentially like kind of act as counties. Um, and you get to put in. You have to put in for like that unit, right? To in and if you and if you get drawn, then um, then you get your tag. But if not, then you get a bonus point. But you can also elect to just say, I don't want to get drawn this year. And I'll just, just pay for just, the bonus. Point. Just give me a bonus point. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I've been doing. Um, that's what oh, I'm just doing. racking them up. And- Correct. So that way, when he actually wants to go in, the odds. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, I mean by that I mean I mean. You can't hunt alone. I mean, you right. gotta have a team, especially right. if you're elk hunting. But even even if you're deer hunting out there, you've got to have a team, uh, just because like it's so there's so much terrain and mm-hmm. like it's it's so remote for the most part. Um, Jeez, we've been we've like, talked about this for yeah, years because like, he's like, well, if I get drawn, you know, you're gonna have to fly out, and I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. call me, I'll I'll come. I don't, I don't care that I don't <laughs> have a tag. I just want to be yeah. there to be a part. Oh hell yeah. But it, Right, I mean, with the terrain, yeah, you gotta have a grip. shit. I got binos, <laughs> yeah. But exactly. my plan is to kind of hang on to those points for I'll just keep putting them in. You basically you have to buy a, a hunting license and then pay for the tag, it costs me like 50 bucks a year. And see, that's not bad. Can, like, if no, I was no, to no. try, so if I was to try that, would I have to buy an out of state tag to get I believe, uh, I believe so. so. I don't spend like 300 bucks. Sure, I'm, I, I'm not 100% sure. On okay, that. I, 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 gotta, I gotta double check that, but but either but. You have to have a tag t- or a license to, to even get, get a bonus point, even yeah. if you don't want to go hunting. Right. So I just buy it's like you know you're thirty some bucks, but yeah. Uh, I'm but with you. my plan is to keep stacking up bonus points for a few years and and get drawn. and then get drawn for like a spot. A that's, good unit. Uh, that's dope. Really good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but uh, unlike out here, which it's totally different because uh, here it's mostly private land. Obviously, there's some public land, but. Um, you know, mostly private land and, and whatnot, so it makes sense why Indiana has over-the-counter non-resident tags. Uh, right. But out there, I mean, it's it's mostly public land, right. uh, mostly public land. So, um, 
it's a whole nother ball game. Like my uncle, like because I, I, I hunt at his place, and he's always like, "Well, why don't you just go hunt out there?" And I'm like, "I'm like, it's not like it's not like I can just drive ten minutes down the road and, and, not and, like and park, park, <laughs> you know, park, and then walk hundred yards back to the stand. Like it's not like that." And it's <laughs> funny because we're we're used to that. Yeah, you, you know? bring you bring some cookies to the farmer down the road, and you might be able to sit on that fence row. Well, that used to be the case. It's not anymore. Oh, now That's it's pay like, to play, yeah, but. Hey, uh, <laughs> Well, this lawyer offered me thirty seven hundred bucks to hunt here, so if you I'll just sit hunt, up on the property and line. And you're like, <laughs> "What sucks?" Okay, so hmm, I'm gonna get into a thing. I'm gonna try. Here we go. He's gonna long. rave and rant. I'm gonna try not to be too long. When we were kids, we could go to a property owner and be like, "Is there any chance we might be able to hunt here? You know, whatever. We'd be happy to work for you." And someone would be like, no, you know, that happened all, you know, all the time. Oh, a lot. But then there were also guys like, well, hey, you know, if you'll, if you'll stack hay or, um, if you'll help me around the barn and clean some stuff up or whatever, you could get access. And now, because whitetail hunting has become. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to describe what I just did. But now, because of that. You can't get access unless you have money. So this is blue collar whitetails, right? Yeah. I wish more people would tell me how the hell they get access to property. To me, this year, I lucked into it. I'll straight up tell you. I got booted off of one because of one greedy. Yeah. And that's what happened. And then I happened to get lucky and I had a friend who said, hey, I've got a guy. He needs someone to look over it, you know, and I got lucky, but that doesn't happen yeah. all the time. Property's hard to come by. And if your family doesn't own it, you're and fucked. you don't have a lot of money, you're how are you gaining access to property? You better start going public. And to be honest, and, and that's what I did. I mean, that's why we went and hunted Big Oaks. Because I didn't know if I'd even have property. Mm-hmm. I tried to get drawn for Channel Lakes. Yeah, I did too. I didn't get drawn. No. But it's, it is what it is. But I'm just saying... It's not the way it used to be where you could work off your ability to hunt. That's not the way it is anymore. We have doctors, lawyers, people with money, uh, I don't know, real estate agents, people with a lot of money that make a lot more than what I do on my wage. Yeah, you and me both. That can lease these properties, and we can't get access to that. So, in a way, we're kind of transitioning into where Tristan's at. Where you have to apply for units and stuff because people like me and you can't get properties. Yeah. Like I said, this is blue collar whitetails. We're all blue collar workers, right? Yeah. How the hell do we get fucking <clears throat> access to property? My family. See? Yeah, that's if it weren't for my family. And her family. Uh, yeah. My family just happens to own some farmland and Yep. Might not know nothing, like, or I'd like be Denver's screwed. Where I hunt in, uh, in yeah, Busco, and it's literally it's a fence row that or they own the field. It's the right fence row, but Hell yeah. the deer just pass through it all like just all the time, and and, and that's what I'm saying. And you so you got into the field, and that's it. But it, like, there's just literally, you, I mean, there's one stand. You know what? You know what drives me nuts? Because like, so. You know what grinds my Le- Yeah. So <laughs> last year when we were living out in Whitley County, I'd still hunt here. Right. But I knocked on probably 10, 15 doors, all got no's. Oh, yeah. But like... Been there. Like I... 
predominantly with the both properties that I hunt, it's all like heavy timber uh, or like marsh or like I got one one spot where I can you know shoot on a, a four wheeler trail that's like grassland, like right. just somewhat nice. But like I, I would love it if I could hunt a damn field edge, like just one time in my life, like. Cause we don't See, own, we don't own the farm field out here, so I can't like shoot into the, you know, uh, I mean, yeah. But that's so, funny because all I've ever hunted is field edge. Yeah, like I would give my Pretty left much, nut. Since I was a kid. I for like one sit on a field edge would be awesome. Uh, I mean, you think it is over in a, a villa where we used to hunt? It was mostly heavy timber. Well, yeah, but I mean, like the corner stand was the best stand, and that was all field edge. True, but it was a natural funnel where two woods came together. Yeah, yeah and, that's really. What but you know, it's not too bad. I mean, I sit off an inside corner. Right. I sit about eighty yards off an inside corner, and they just you know funnel through. So, right, right. but I would love to sit on the freaking field edge and like yeah, just do it once. You might be over it. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I I have done it, but not. I wish I had my own. So, yeah. I'd, uh, I would say that hunting field edge is fun, but I've done it for so long. Actually, to be honest, I was hunting field edge back in the uh, 2010s-ish, right in there, and because it was all I had to hunt. That was when I killed my biggest buck. I killed 144-inch, um, which was a total freaking fluke and that was back to we talked about what we were hunting with tomorrow that was with the 35 dexter oh yeah um and that was the longest shot at that point i'd ever taken and so i was sitting in an island woods and this deer came out of this ditch that was way northwest of me and it came up with what we called at the time the super six he followed me around like a puppy dog the whole season this super six like literally every time i sat to bow hunt he was out there and he would come in, and he'd be like 10 yards, and he'd be like, oh, hey, buddy, you know. Is and it the spot I might know about, or no? I'm not going to start dropping names. I doubt it. I don't think so. You know who we, you know, who I'm talking about. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I didn't know. Nope, not there. That's what I was wondering. Hmm. Not there, not at all. Uh, and so... This deer comes out of the ditch. It was uh, 242 yards, I think, is what I ranged it at. Holy shit. This is a great story, actually. So it was the last day of season, and this deer comes out of the ditch, and it's running across with the Super 6, and it was a big 11 point. And um, it's running across there with that deer, and I grunt. And, you know, you had me at... Yeah. So I'm trying that. No. No. Nothing. They ain't stopping I'm like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> Still ain't stopping. Bro. So no no joke. This is what I do. This is a true story. This is what I do. I finally go, stop! And they stopped. They said, dude. They stopped. We got, I'm not kidding. We got a family friend that says, hey, instead of man. So I just- stop. So I'm on my rest. I yell, stop. They actually stop. And I'm like, no fucking way. Oh, yeah. It's and a I'm foreign like, noise. See ya. And I shoot, and he goes like 20 yards and piles up. That's the biggest buck I've ever shot. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not kidding you. That no, I don't, I don't doubt it. And I yelled stop to get that deer yeah. to stop. We I got didn't a, know what else We to got do. a family friend that he doesn't mess with the mans. He he just just yells at him, hey. Yeah. And they're like, huh? Yeah. 
anything at work. I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. And I kill a lot of deer with a crack. I, I think I think tomorrow I'm gonna hit him with a oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how funny that would be. It actually that would, would be if you got that on video. That would be epic, dude. Oh, I that wish I would have took video. my camera arm out of the tree, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, Damn awesome. it, I should have took that out of the tree. <laughs> that would be great. If you can get that on video, oh man, I'd lose it. I'd lose it over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, we have, uh, for all the listeners uh, out there, we, we have problems. <laughs> what was that? Wasn't there like a hog hunting video at night? Someone did stuff like that. Oh, they, they were like yelling at him. They're like, hey. Hey you! And he like snap his head around. You douche! <laughs> I dr- can't believe it. You know. <laughs> I think but. someone did that. They did the oh yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, I can believe it. But anyway, we're gonna have to get going. Yeah, no. Pro- well, I appreciate you guys coming. It was nice meeting you, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I had, a, I had a great time as I did last time. Yeah. I feel like I I'm I need to be like a featured guest. No, oh, yeah, whenever it. whenever you want to come over, <laughs> whenever you want to come, it's every Friday. So, uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys coming. Hopefully, you guys can lay something down. Let me know how it goes yeah, for you. Yeah, we, we kill and, something. Uh, I guarantee you'll get video or good. well, not video, but at least pictures. Yeah, hell yeah. So. Well, uh, yeah, keep us in the loop, guys. Remember, we're running the biggest dough contest. Uh, we're gonna give out apparel. Rackaholic Outdoors is gonna give out a complete scrape. Inside Set up. of the eye, and I'm going to win. You yeah. all suck. Yeah, inside of the eye to the tip of the nose. And uh, Bill Jewel's in the lead right now with seven and a quarter. So someone's got to knock him off. That was a big nanny, though. That was huge, dude. <laughs> like, dude. Seven and a quarter. you got a good chance. To your dad's, yeah. Cows out there. Yeah. He, Put he, him down. He has serious. Because I'm, I'm, nobody shoots does out there. No. Dude, and, do it. Like, there's some serious cows on there. There are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like I said, and it doesn't matter if it's a gun, bow, knife, your Silverado. No, that ain't going to count. But oh, <laughs> Let me tell you something about my Chevy Silverado. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so make sure you guys are measuring those does. Send a picture in. Uh, best of luck to everybody that's listening. I appreciate the support on our merchandise. And uh, – Tune in next week. Hopefully, we got a nice story about some deer down and absolutely. Uh, like we, I'll try uh, to make it next week. I hope I can. Oh, hopefully. But uh, yeah, you guys know where we stand, and deer don't care about your feelings. Absolutely. Not.